It is Locked on Jazz for the 2nd of April. Donovan hangs out with Harpering and Bowler. We'll talk about what he had to say. We'll take your questions on a live edition of Locked on Jazz as well. It's all coming up on a Thursday edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Thanks so much for stopping by and joining the program today, we are live, coming to you on Locked On Live on Facebook, as well as Twitch, as well as on, uh, let's see, it's on YouTube, and then Locked On Sports, also live on Periscope, and also live on Instagram. So please stop by and join us. Uh, excited to have you aboard and being a part of the program uh, here on the pro today. Uh you know what? It's different times, but I think these shows actually, at least I'll say for me, are actually more important than ever before. So please feel free to tell us where you are. Fazley stops in from Sri Lanka today. Let us get a little bit of that global feel to what's going on uh, for everybody and uh, any questions you might have as well. Uh, I, yes, I am shaved. I, am, I, I, I actually got the hair so it looked half decent today. Uh, tip of the hat to Joe Ingles today. Uh, for Aut- National Autism Day, he's doing great work. He'll be on the uh, NBA Together program today uh, on that, so make sure you grab that. He's doing something, I think that's at 1 o'clock Eastern, so make sure you grab that. It was pretty cool last night to see Donovan Mitchell was on with Bowler Jack and Harpering. I don't know if you got a chance to kind of slid it in there a little bit. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see it, but it was great. Donovan Uh, Talking about the game against Detroit in which the fans went after him a little bit. But more importantly, Donovan kind of sharing he's at home. Uh, He's been able to get some workouts in. They actually, he was sharing that various teams are sending machines to players at various locations. uh, Whether it's a bike or the Versa Climber he talked about. Uh, Matt Harpering asked him some questions. Donovan hasn't done a lot of shooting. He does have a a basket in the back. uh, Back in his house and... He's back in New York, so I guess he's, pro- you know, uh, and he's, I, th- I think he's with his mom and his sister, which he said has been better. Uh, previously, he said he was kind of in the basement playing just a lot of video games and he'd pop up for a minute, but he had a limited amount of exposure he could have to them. Said he never had any symptoms along the way, so he's been feeling great the whole time. So uh, if we ever get back at it, hopefully he's still feeling healthy and feeling good. So that was, that was super interesting to hear from Donovan. Uh, it's been fun to rewatch these games. Uh, uh, the Jazz been playing on AT and T Sportsnet, uh, and and to watch those and see them uh, take place. And um, so uh, interesting, interesting stuff. I wanted to share. We've done. Uh, it's been an interesting week for me. Uh, I've really tried to make sure I got in touch with all the Lockdown Podcast Network hosts this week through what we call our water coolers. We, we're a virtual company. We've been doing this for a while, and so. What we do is we do something called water coolers, uh, which is an open kind of conference line, like a Zoom line or something uh, that we have uh, for the each channel. We do it once a week, and for our salespeople, we do it four times a week, every time day at the same time. And you you know if you're available, you stop by, uh, and it gives you some community. Give hopefully lets us build a culture uh, and do those kind of things. It's been incredible to hear the stories from everyone of the different experiences that they're having across the country with this. My Locked On Auburn host was telling me how everyone went to church on Sunday uh, and that they there really isn't any social distancing. And uh, 
Our Rhode Island host, who's our locked up Patriots host, lives in Rhode Island. He's talking about how they have troopers on the border preventing people from New York from getting in. Uh, it's really been amazing. And then also I would just share, um, I, I, I feel as though, and I'm, I'm not into this CNN fake news thing, but I do think as a media member, when you get caught into a bubble, you're looking for the kind of sensational worst story involved all the time. And the one thing I would say, I wish I, like, I was watching Anderson Cooper with a, a, a fireman the other day or something. I wish the question was, what's the best thing you've seen so far? Because I would share with you that this has been an incredibly inspiring week for me. Uh, you know, it's brutal. The jobless count, like, I, I read today that in 2008, during our economic crash, the jobless count was 660,000. It's now 6.6 million. Like we've moved it a digit. I mean, there, yeah, I, I'm not minimizing what's taking place, but what I what I do feel is that there are so many great stories out there, and you know whether it's you know a, I have a friend who's an emergency room doctor in Tooele, and like the work he's doing is he's a hero. Uh, you know, I I have another friend who works for Intermountain, and like I think his if I understand his job is largely like to make sure that they're prepared for this. Like that's a hero. These people are amazing. Um, and I, on a much lower scale, the hosts of the Lockdown Podcast Network have been amazingly inspiring to me. John Corrales of the Celtics is, is doing a show where he's going decade by decade through the best of the Celtics and is totally into it. Uh, watch, you know, some of our other hosts are just doing our Sabres hosts, uh, Buffalo Sabres hosts, did a show going back to the best uniform pl- numbers of all time of each player of each uniform number, the, 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 the quest to be great, the quest to survive this, the quest to get to normalcy. I've just been really inspired by it. So I wanted to, I wanted to share that with all of you, not as a promotion for the Lockdown Podcast Network, but more that I know that all of you out there are doing the same, whether it's being the best homeschool teacher you can be to help your kids with what they're going through, whether it's to keep your little ones entertained, whether it's to, you know, make sure you're, you're taking a deep breath rather than letting the anxiety of it all get to your household. Everyone's doing uh, the best they can do out there. And I just, I just, I, it's actually in the, I'm not going to lie. Like you've heard, I, I, I jacked up Monday's show. Monday's show sucked. I'm sorry. I, I jacked it. It was our anniversary. It was our nine year anniversary. And I, I wasn't there. Like I was, I, I had a tough weekend. It, I, I went and started playing the scenario games with every scenario in the world. I see KK just jumped on. She and I had a phone call the other day. She knows it. Like I was, I, I I got every scenario in my head of what's about to take place, and I just let that overwhelm me. And um, I actually did a call meditation on Monday after the show, and it kind of said, "Hey, just live in the moment." And I just want to tip my hat to all of you out there that are living in the moment and being awesome and joining the show today. I love it. Thank you. So anyway, I don't want to overwhelm it. Uh, uh, great stuff. Alex says driving dish with George Niang and Jordan Clarkson's worth a listen. Yeah, they did a great job. It's only available on YouTube, I think, right now. Uh, so they have that for you. Uh, that's a, that was fun. Uh, Jordan Clarkson telling the story about his tattoos. Like he's got all those tattoos in two years. Uh, two years, uh, that he's gotten all those tattoos, but they all have a little meaning to him. And his latest one is a Willie Nelson tattoo. If you want to know how kind of, I don't know, is esoteric the right word for, uh, Jordan Clarkson? is that he sits there and is willing to uh, get a Willie Nelson tattoo 
as a tribute to his Texas legend. Uh, that is, you know, that's probably one that the stereotypes don't fall under. Kind of awesome uh, on Jordan's part right there. So that was a great show. George Nagy's got such a great uh, vibe to him. He brings that to their show. They've done a nice job. Uh, Jazz have done a great job with all sorts of programming that they have out there for you at utahjazz.com with the uh, Joe Ingles show for you as well. Um, They got a really nice write-up today in front office sports about what a great job they're doing with all of it. Uh, So uh, congratulations to them. And again, that that pod, it's not really a podcast, I guess, because it's not available on any podcast channels. So the George, the driving dish uh, with George Neing and Jordan Collection, it's worth listening. We'll come back. We'll take your questions. We'll talk a little basketball. Uh, any comments about Do- seeing Donovan last night? If you want to share where you are, what's going on? Uh, shout out to KK who's out there. I just saw her jump on. Thanks on Instagram. Shout out to my good friend uh, KT, another KT who's out there. Just saw her jump on on Facebook. Uh, it's only, you know, got to love it when you're like fourth grade classmates jump on your live shows because we're all uh, together. So uh, big, big hug out there. Uh, we'll come back a little bit more. Today's show is brought to you by Murdoch Hyundai. Murdoch has got the Murdoch Sure program for you, plus Hyundai Assurance. It's a pretty neat combination for you if you're looking for a market. I got an email uh, from one of our guys yesterday saying, hey, you know what? It's time. The deals are unbelievable. They are what Murdoch's doing for you. So here's the things that Murdoch Sure is doing for you. Uh, on on the first part of things. So you can do all your shopping online. They'll bring you the car. If you want to do a test drive, you can do the test drive and you can have your whole deal basically be um, holding based on that test drive. Then here's the next part. 0% on all models. So that's the great Kona. I've got the Palisade right now. I'm going to keep it forever because I'm hardly driving it. Uh, The Santa Fe, which my son, we have for our son. The new Elantra, which is just amazing. No payments for 90 days. And then you add in Hyundai Assurance. So Hyundai Assurance is that you, if you lose your job, Hyundai gives you up to six months, or excuse me, six payments, not six months. Six, might be, I don't know how, are payments two weeks or monthly? I don't know. Anyway, six payments for your Hyundai, uh, from Hyundai Assurance. So again, 0% on all models, 90-day payments, no payments, no payments, 90 days. And if you lose your job, Hyundai gives you six payments with Hyundai Assurance. Kind of, uh, kind of awesome on uh, all that. All right, let's get some questions going. Let's chat a little jazz basketball as we roll through. Or let me know where you are. Uh, I'm doing this off a little bit of a new format. I'd love to know if it's any different. Uh, I didn't use OBS. I just used the new Restream, uh, which they have set up that's that's kind of great uh, out there. Um, did anybody do KK's workout the other day? She did a 30-minute live Instagram, what do you call it, booty and legs or something like that? Like, I don't need a booty. I already got two zip codes back there. I don't need. I don't need a booty. Uh, so we'll see what what KK's. Um, KK just asked me on the questions what coffee I'm drinking. I'm drinking Spella from uh, Portland. We have more coffee in this house than most people have toilet paper, uh, largely because I wanted to uh, support our uh, my little my four roasters that I love the most. So I ordered from all of them, and I have. Um, so this is Spella out of Portland. Uh, we're actually like, that's kind of my gift to people right now, just to send gifts and say thank you to people and, and share, uh, with that. All right, let's go to Rachel. Uh, Hey, I'm a big Rudy fan looking ahead. Is Rudy worth the supermax considering how the game is evolving? You know, Andy Larson addressed this. Um, it's a really interesting question. I actually think 
so I'm in the bag for Rudy, right? Like we know that. I love Rudy. I think he's incredible. I actually think everyone's missing the boat on Rudy. And I'll, I would probably get a bunch of coaches in the league that would, would disagree with me. So what's going on in the league right now is that the defenses are taking away the rim. So Milwaukee's the number one defense in the league, and they're only allowing 29% of shots at the rim. You've heard me talk about this a lot. Now, what that is doing is making the ability to actually get to the rim even more valuable. So the the the, the mantra out there about Rudy is he can't get the lob, he can't get the dunk, he can't get the shots like he used to be able to get to. He's losing value. I'm going to flip that. I'm going to say that with the emphasis by defenses on the rim to not allow you to get to the rim, that the very few players who actually can get on top of the rim in some way, whether it's a lob pass, an offensive rebound, putback, whatever it might be, and Rudy still leads the league in dunks, and Rudy's still in the top of, like, his shot, that's where his shots are. Rudy's still, he's the number one player in the league in dunks. He's still, despite the fact they're down from a year ago. So I actually think that Rudy becomes more valuable because there's so few players in the league that can actually do that now. The defenses are taking that away all the time. That he actually becomes one. He's in, in points gained. He's the third most impactful offensive player. Then the argument is, well, he's not very defensively. He's be the game's changing up. I don't agree with that either. Now again, I'm in the bag for Rudy, but the if you go look at some of the metrics, I'm like, who's the best defensive player against a drive in the NBA? Actually, Rudy is on the top of the list. The Jazz problem defensively is that they're small. And so people are pulling Rudy out of the middle and we don't have a secondary rim defender. So if you pull Rudy out, we're not very as good defensively. Is that Rudy's fault? I'm not sure I think that that's Rudy's fault. Uh, I think that that's the way we're constructed, which is fine because we got six guys that shoot 40% or more on catch and shoot threes and that's how we're going to beat people. But I still think that you have Rudy's value there. So I'm on a different line than most people on this one. I actually think that Rudy's value as the game as the game makes that position more difficult, only the most elite in the entire world are going to be able to do the things successfully from that position. And so if you're Alex Len and you're not great at catching above the rim and doing those things, and you're not great at defending out on the floor, then your value goes way down. And I'd love Alex Len as a backup for the Jazz. I think he'd be incredible. If you're, But if you are one of the very few who's still good enough to defend the rim, still good enough to defend out the open floor at seven foot one and quick enough and agile, and still good enough to get on top of the rim, then I think you're more valuable. So I actually lean that that now, other than... Um, uh, other than the fact that, you know, 35% of your of your salary cap is just an outrageously high amount. Uh, Austin Facer, former Utah Jazz broadcast assistant now, well, was working in Orlando, I think came home last night. Uh, are you planning on watching the NBA 2K tournament tomorrow? So I was not until last yesterday when my daughter said to me, Dad, the Madden tournament's on. And I watched the Madden tournament yesterday uh, that the NFL was putting on or that uh, Twitch had on, and it was awesome. And I actually think that this is going to stay forever. 
Um, I would like to believe after being in the business for 25 years that I might have somewhat of an inkling of what programming works and what doesn't. Um, hopefully, or else the Lockdown Podcast Network is going to be a total failure. Um, so yeah, this is going to last. This is not going to be new. This is going to go on. We're going to have this. And this is going to be, you know, what's innovation out of necessity or whatever that great phrase is, um, is I thought it was incredible. I don't know who, Jar- I don't care really about Jarvis Landry. I think the other guy's name was like Devin Bush and he's a Houston Texans defensive back. Like, I, I don't even know who he is. I thought it was great. It was two athletes that were, and I talk about this on Locked in NBA today with Ben Golliver. Two athletes in their pure form, having fun, relaxed, just being them. You got an insight to who they were. And the game was irrelevant. The interplay between the two of them was worth a million bucks. And so I thought it was totally great. Uh, and I think it's something that's going to last. Uh, I, I have an overall riding. I say this on Locked in NBA too. I, I think it's one of the great disappointments for me in the game is that when I covered the game in the 90s, I could walk in the locker room, interact with any player, hold a conversation with him. I'd go to shoot around. I could walk anywhere in the gym and shoot around and go find a player, talk to him. And I got to know them, became associates of theirs, knew who they were, knew their lives. A new era started. I actually think it started largely out of Oklahoma City. And they decided that all players needed to be protected and 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 put a bubble around and all interactions needed to be controlled. And I get it. Like from a team standpoint, I get it. I think, I, kind of, I get where they're coming from. I get where you feel that way. I get where you don't want your, you think your players more likely to, the irony is that like Oklahoma City did it to keep the players happy and then Durant left. So I don't know. Um, you know, to keep the players happy, to have them not feel overwhelmed by media, to have them have, Time, not have all the time on. I got it. I think it makes a lot of sense. The disappointing thing about it is that 99.8% of our players, so like 448 out of 450, are great dudes. They might be different. Some are from different education backgrounds. Some are from different countries. Some are from different parts of the country. They're all great. They're all interesting. They're all the greatest in the world at what they do. They've all put incredible time into what they do. They're... They're all crazy impressive in who they are as humans. And because we've created this environment where we're trying to protect our players all the time, we don't get to know them. The media members don't get to know the players. And so they're more willing to take a shot and rip a guy and talk about how crappy he played and be critical of them and things like that in a way that I think is not productive. And if you'd actually talked to Emmanuel Moutier for eight minutes that day and found out that his sister was, I'm making this up, sister was sick that day and that's why he's off or why you would probably hold back on that comment a little bit. You'd be, you'd report on these guys in a better way. And so my point of this, why does this relate to the EA sports video games or whatever they're going on is anytime we can see these guys in their real light is a positive because they're incredible. I really mean this. Like, I we think our guys are incredible. Our jazz players, our George Niang, Jordan, Jordan, George Niang and Jordan Clarkson couldn't be more different. Go watch that show. They're both fabulous. And they're both trying to be the best in the world at what they do. And they're both 
really terrific at it. And they're, George is a special person. So is Jordan in his own way. Our, it's not that our guys are great. Almost all of these guys are great. They've given up a huge amount of their lives to play this game and be the best in the world. They're compensated for it, but that doesn't take away the effort. And too rarely do we get an opportunity to see them and who they are. And so I think these EA Sports Madden and this EA Sports Basketball Tournament we're going to see tomorrow are going to be here forever because it's a vis- it's a look into who they are. LeBron James on Twitter yesterday talked about the idea that he might watch some of his old games on Instagram and share with us what he's seeing. Oh my gosh. One of the greatest moments of my career was December 23rd, many years back, when the, we played the Miami Heat. I'll have to go look it up. LeBron clearly had a honey-do list he didn't want to do. And LeBron sat outside the locker room with myself and about four other reporters and started just running back through games. One of which we talked about was the amazing night in which the Salt Lake City fans, the Utah Jazz fans, stood up and gave him a standing ovation for his performance while he was a visiting player. He remembers it vividly, is totally still touched by it. And in that moment, he starts running back through the game and could remember not only that play, but every other play that he had been a part of setting up that those moments of that game. If LeBron did something like that to see the insight, to see the genius, it'd be amazing. It'd be amazing. So I think these games are going to be great. I think that's the positive that's coming out of all this is that we're getting to see these guys. All right, I'm babbling. We'll take some more questions. Today's show is brought to you by Intercap. I, I emailed out to all the sponsors of Locked On and said, hey, what do you want to do during this time? Some said, hey, we're we're shutting down. Spavia's shut down. No need to advertise. Okay, we got Intercap lending. And this tells you all you need to know about Intercap. Brock emailed me back and said, promote the Red Cross. Promote Feeding America. Promote anything that supports the, just don't, don't talk about us. Well, okay, my job, I'm still going to talk about Intercap because they're great. And right now is actually a good time. But that tells you a little bit. These are the same guys that ran an incredible backpack program uh, right before school started. This is a Utah company that's invested in the well-being of Utah that's actually now had such, such success that it's an Idaho company, a few other things. And and they're great. Uh, I, if you're, right now, is with if you're at home, Intercap is set up in a way that if you want to look into doing a refi, seeing what other, making a little more cash available if necessary, it's a, it's a good chance to. Intercap was bought by Josh Romney in April of 2016. It's one of the largest independent lending companies out there. They're in their 40th year. And they now, they started like three branches when they started advertising with us over a year ago. They're now 15. Why? Because they get deals done. They're great. And we have Steve Carter. So Locked On Jazz has our own personal loan officer, Steve Carter. He's amazing. And he'll take care of you. Call him at 385-885-28. 385-885-28. Intercap Lending, NMLS number 190465. For more information, visit Intercap Lending. Steve's amazing. They've got a great app for you, so you can do most of your stuff uh, from the app. Uh, he can close the loan. He'll close on time. He'll communicate through the app, do the appraisal, all those kind of things. It's really, it's really brilliant. They're, you know, the best companies are able to adjust right now. And Intercap is one of those. So it's call Steve Carter, 385-885-28. And support the Red Cross, support Feeding America, support, uh, we're going to do a program 
uh, where we work with a with a really interesting company uh, that gives restaurants money that are feeding the workers uh, on lockdown. So, you know, they're out there if you have the ability or pass it on. Like, you know, just pass it, give it, give, pass it on to someone, they'll pass it on. The world's good. People are good. It's clear. All right, let's get to some of the questions. Let's see what I got on Instagram Live. Uh, I got a really good golfer and a really good basketball player that stopped by to say hi. Hope they are enjoying the show. Uh, please tell me Clarkson will be re-signed next year. I mean, I think there's a good mix for Jordan. The free agent market's going to be wacky. Um, I don't... How this is all going to be impacting the free agent market is uh, considerable. If they don't smooth the cap, there'll be no money. Due to lack, lack of revenue. We talked about a little bit on yesterday's show. I mean, if we don't play, the cap could go to like $85 million, and then it's just like nothing. They won't let that happen. They'll get together and make sure that doesn't happen. It's interesting, actually. Um, one of the process, one of the things that's going on is actually the, the league holding back money from the players actually helps the cap situation. It's it's really wacky and really weird. Um, but that's that's the fact. Is it's, it's kind of a weird way. So just that'll help. Um, but yeah, I, you know, let's hope Jordan comes back. Um, He's been great. Bonafide scorer off the bench. Fits well. You know, we got to figure out our, our situation and what, you know, how the roster fits. But right now, we're the number one offense since he's joined. It's hard to hard to say that sample size isn't worth something. I think that sample, I've, I've said this before, to be fair, I, I don't want to always just be throwing numbers that are positive and just hide behind them. It's a little skewed. The five best off defensive teams in the league. We haven't played Milwaukee. Uh, we haven't played the Lakers. We would have played them twice coming up. So our number's a little inflated. But let's say it makes us the third best offensive team in a league on a league in a year in which the offense is better than it's ever been in the history of the game. I think that's pretty good. Uh, Lee, thank you. Uh, you guys are keeping my spirits up, not vice versa. Thank you. Uh, question about Mike Conley and whether uh, if Con- if Conley opts in, if the Jazz trade him in the offseason, it would have to be to a big contract, likely a bad contract. Right. Yeah, no, if Mike opts in, it's like $34 million, and then if you're going to try to trade him, because almost everyone's going to be over the cap, because the cap's going to come down, you'd have to do somewhat matching salary. Uh, Bo wants to know if I'll go on a mountain bike ride sometime. Um, oh, no, he doesn't want to go with me. Can you go on a mountain bike ride anywhere yet? Uh, no. I don't. I walked, I hiked to the PC yesterday, um, but if you're not in Summit County, we don't want you. Didn't you see our little announcement yesterday? All you saw, they did. Summit County was like... I know you like our trails and you like, but could you please not come here? Because uh, everybody brought, I don't know if you saw this, Andy Larson had it. <clears throat> the uh, top like nine places with uh, COVID-19 per capita are four New York counties, New Orleans, because they had Mardi Gras and four ski towns, all of which probably New Yorkers or people came in. So we were like, we don't want you anymore. Do not come visit us. Um, kind of funny. Uh, let's continue. An update or info on the cohesiveness of the team, relationships on the men. Uh, was the cause due to long season or has there been, it's been going on for several seasons? I mean, there certainly hasn't been a, um, oh, that's really cool. So I can show the question I'm hitting. Oh, that's really cool on the live broadcast. Oh, wow. We will now add, this will definitely use this new feature. That's way cool. Um, yeah, I mean, this team's been incredibly cohesive for the last few years, so this hasn't been going on for, you know, a long period of time. I, you know, 
there's a lot of stress and pressure when people are diagnosed with COVID-19 and everyone's digging into different words and different comments and, you know, let's, I'm, I'm going to let it fly, right? Like, we don't know anything. And everyone reacted. I'm not going to hold anyone uh, responsible for their actions, their comments, their fears, their concerns during a period of unknown that we've never experienced. I mean, truly, it's really clear, right? Like, I thought someone said it well. It's, 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 it's World War C, right? Like, that's really what we're in. It's no different than World War One and Two, when the entire country had to stop for the for the safety and the well-being of the country. And that's, you know, that's what we are. That's what we are right now, and where we are right now. It's there's no there's no doubt to that. So, you know, I, I'm not only responsible for how we, they reacted in the 72 to 90 to 160 hours after Pearl Harbor either, or after 9/11. I mean, I was talking about earlier with KK. Like, I could be like the biggest scenario worrier in the world. So, um, Sage, morning. What is something life about life that you have learned during the pandemic? Mine import is how important uh, to blue-collar America is. I'm from Gunnerson, Utah. Uh, that's a great question. Um I mean, the heroes right now are the doctors, the nurses, the teachers, right? The frontline workers and the teachers. And they're probably the people we take for granted the most. I think that's a great, you know, you probably learned more than I have, Sage. Um, I, I, I've learned a little bit. Uh, it's very cliche-ish. Um, I, I just got knocked off my, I, I'm usually pretty good at living in the moment, being in a really good mood and being happy. There's very few days you'll ever see me in a bad mood. I just got knocked that off that. Like I got... I got undone. Um, so I, I I don't know if that's it. Um, Kathleen, great to see you. Logan, Utah, loved seeing Donovan last night. We agree. It was so fun. He was great. If you haven't seen it already, uh, it's up there. It's on Facebook. Watch is where they placed it. Um, it airs like 15 minutes before the game. Uh, so it's kind of a limited window for you to go grab it, but you can go grab it afterwards. It was pretty cool. Uh, I watched it on YouTube somehow. I was the only viewer on YouTube. Like I looked up and they had views and it had one and it was me. Um, so I don't know how I got it on YouTube, but I think I might've gone through utahjazz.com so far. Uh, Nathan, have the coaches and management been in constant contact with players? Absolutely. Uh, I thought Donovan was really interesting last night about how the trainers and the players association is sending them each individualized workouts and what to do and certain, they're sending devices if they need to um, and things like that, that. Um, Paul Evans on Periscope. I appreciate you, not you appreciating me. Jason, our family is great. My poor son is a senior and kind of got a senior year jacked up. But on the other end, we're getting a lot of time with him and having, uh, getting that opportunity before he leaves. Um, <clears throat> actually my kids have been amazing. My kids and my wife, but my wife's a rock. She's like totally solid all the time, but my kids have been amazing. They've been just positive and in the moment and very little complaining, a little upset, you know, when your senior realizes that all the senior activities are going to be gone. And, um, my daughter, congratulations to her, qualified for the Alpine national championships with an unbelievable performance up in Schweitzer right before this all closed down and doesn't get to go. And seems, I haven't heard a peep out of her about it. It's been really amazing. So, um, uh, but I, uh, you know, I, I, I tr my kids have been amazing. They have, I've been the least good in the house, like to be perfectly honest. Uh, Nathan says, I know this might not be the best place for this, but the uh, but work at NDFD, I've been on multiple uh, 
suicide today. If anyone needs help, sorry, I got to take it off so I can read the whole message. Um, please reach out your love. Thanks for bringing up good stuff that's going on. Uh, it's much needed. Nathan, every place is right for that right now. That's what this is for. Um, so appreciate it. Um, Dan Anderson says, Kristen Kenny, a bunch of love. Uh, what do you think the level of play will be back when they get back? I think it could be questionable one place. I think this is really complicated. I mean, we'll talk about it some more coming up. You know, I was thinking about it. I was talking to Ben Golliver and Ben go back and I go back and forth on Unlocked and NBA about what we think is right and wrong and this. And, and I keep thinking if you're Atlanta and you're not going to make the playoffs, you come back to play seven games. Do you play Trey Young? Like, would you play your franchise for seven? I mean, I know he's shooting good jumpers on his Instagram with those little things if you saw it. But, like, would you play Trey, play, play Trey Young? I don't think I would. And so, I, it's a really complicated concept of, like, if we get to the point where we're just playing five or seven games to get to the 70 or 72 games, what are we doing? And who's going to play their guys? Um, if we play six regular season games, do you play... It's pretty interesting, right? Because home court advantage is up, but do you suddenly play your guys three of the six to make sure they're ready? I, I, I have no idea. I mean, it is unprecedented. We are trying, I think, for our own well-being to dive into this Vegas idea. I, let me rephrase it for myself. I'll put it on me. I am diving into the... Vegas concept because I want basketball back and that'll that's good that's good like I want basketball back I'm ignoring how difficult it's going to be uh when I talk about it uh so I'm talking about it all the time because it gives me like oh it's interesting let's talk it gives me a way to talk basketball really going to be difficult um, if the league is able to finish the season, whoops, I'm trying to figure this out for the first time. If the league is able to finish the season, do you think the break gives the play teams below the Lakers? Yes. If you're a favorite, this is a other than other than LeBron getting rest. Uh, particularly, if we're going to play three out of five. Um. Games, it's an advantage to the less to team. It's an advantage to us. Like if we're if they're gonna play best three out of five, which again we're all making this up, but if, if we're gonna play best three out of five, um, is we're one of the best shooting teams in the league. We go get hot for two of them, they get cold for one, we win. Like that's how we beat the Lakers. Things like that. Um. All right, I think, question on points gained. I got to take that, right? Question on points gained. For high usage players, have you considered breaking out the group for their own rank? Um, I'm having a hard time that if I show this, then how do I get it back to read the whole thing? Uh, here we go. Uh, the, pre, the premise that there is more difficulty to getting shots up when you aren't expecting a la Donovan than a pure shooter. I absolutely agree with you 100%, Bo. Um, I think the fact is on points gained, you have to look at it in classes. So like the dunkers, Rudy, Mitchell Robinson, Rashad Holmes, they're unique in their own way. 
in their ability to, and their high up in points game. Look at that. The three-point shooters, Duncan Robinson, Davis Bertans, those guys, they're unique in their way. The best scorers in the league, high volume, look at them that way. I don't, I think you can look at Rudy's impact and, and say he's the third most impactful player, but I, I'm never saying he's the third best. I do think he's the best big man offensive impacted player in the league because he gets on top of the rim, right? Like, so that's what I'm saying. So yeah, I think there's a whole element of breaking out whenever I look at points gained, different types of players, and in all statistical categories, looking at different types and different things. All right, this was great. You guys are the best. We should do this more than once a week. Have a great weekend. I don't think I'm doing a show tomorrow unless I decide I have to because I need to. Um, I'm going to research the 91-92 season. Next week on the show, we relive the 91-92 season. Beat writers Brad Rock and Steve Loom. I'm scheduled to do interviews with them. I'll edit their pieces and bring them in throughout the week. I'm so excited for next week's programming. So thanks so much for tuning in. You guys are the best. Uh, virtual high fives or hugs or socially distanced hugs and high fives and jazz things and elbow bumps and whatever is appropriate. Lots of love to all of you. Be positive, be safe, cherish whatever's best in that moment. Have a good one. See you.